So the first thing that I did when I set out to build this new system was to figure out what was working well for me in the in-person sales process that I had been taught. The thing is, in-person sales is known as a big money maker for a reason, because the people who came up with it and have refined it over the years knew what they were doing when it came to sales psychology. It's kind of like when you go to buy a car at a dealership and there's this whole song and dance where they, you know, get you a coffee, but then they make you wait at the desk and then they tell you they have to talk to their manager. And you know that all of that is designed to kind of wear you down and get you to buy. And I'm not saying that that is in any way the same thing as in-person sales with photos. It's definitely not as, you know, predatory as the car industry. But the psychology piece is the same. And the amount of time that is required is maybe not quite as bad as buying a car, but it can be pretty tedious. And these days, I just feel like that's kind of dated. Our clients are busy, they're used to shopping online, and of course there are those people who want the whole sales song and dance. They want to be wined and dined and have their hands held, but I think that that population is shrinking, which, as far as I'm concerned, is good news for us as long as we are smart about it. We can still leverage sales psychology, but we can do it in a way that's not only ethical, but doesn't require us to spend all that time. So there are five basic reasons that I think in-person sales tends to work as well as it does. Reason number one is guidance. So when it comes to making decisions, people can easily get overwhelmed and stuck, right? We talked about the Netflix thing with all the streaming services out there. You know, think of the last time you tried to decide what to watch. Decision fatigue is a real thing. With in-person sales, you're like the movie buff friend sitting next to them on the couch listening to what they want to, you know, what they're in the mood for and helping them find the right thing, except that you're doing that from a photography perspective. Like, okay, great. Tell me, are you, would you like to talk about wall art? Would you like to talk about albums? You can manage that in real time. And that level of guidance and expertise allows your clients to make purchasing decisions confidently, not just when they're buying prints after the session, but the whole way through, right? When they're deciding whether to work with you in the first place and every step along the way, because you're having repeated conversations with them. And when someone makes a decision confidently and is rewarded with a great experience, they're thrilled about it and they're typically willing to spend extra money. With simple sales, instead of giving that guidance in person each time, we create a series of educational resources that do the heavy lifting. And in many ways, that's even better for your clients, because instead of dumping a huge amount of information on someone all at once, you're focusing their attention on what's relevant at each stage of the process. My mantra is we need to give them the information they need to make the next decision with confidence, and then we can deal with the, the information that they need after that when the time comes. And again, because this is all sort of set up and dripped out, they can consume all of it on their schedule when they are attentive and ready to consume your information rather than on some arbitrary meeting schedule where you may call them and they may be in the car or you know you may have a meeting and they're running late to another meeting. The second reason that in-person sales tends to work is the experience factor. So we talked about this a little before. During an IPS sales consultation, you typically welcome your clients with, say, a glass of wine or a cup of tea. You let them rifle through your sample albums, 
Then you dim the lights, you have a seat on the couch, and you present their images in a slideshow set to music. And all of those components, you know, the sensory experience and the kind of pomp and circumstance event of it all, that sets the stage for a good purchasing experience. On the other hand, if you send someone an online gallery and they immediately click on the, you know, link in the email and open it on their phone and they just happen to be standing in line at the grocery store, that is a very different experience. And it's one that's not only going to lower your sales, but it will decrease your client's perceived satisfaction with the whole process. Reason number three is impact. And this is a big one. When you're doing in-person sales, the sales session is typically the very first time the client sees their images. And the impact of that is huge. So the person that I learned in-person sales from taught us to always have a box of tissues ready, and that tissue box got used a lot. (laughs) And when a purchasing decision is made on the heels of that kind of impact, it's almost always a bigger purchase than if the purchase is made after the impact wears off. So if you've ever sent a gallery and had your client immediately message you to tell you how much they loved their photos, but then they dragged their feet on ordering, I'd be willing to bet that by the time they actually placed the order, it was quite a bit smaller than you were hoping. And that's frustrating, but it's also predictable and therefore avoidable. Human psychology is not always logical, even though our clients know that they will cherish these images that you make for them for decades or you know generations. If you don't get them to make a purchasing decision while the impact of seeing their photos is fresh, you will miss out on the majority of the money that they would have spent. And they will be missing out on something that would have brought them a lot of truly meaningful joy. So for those two reasons, to give our clients a truly memorable experience and to leverage the power of impact, we build that very intentional process around our image delivery, where we create a slideshow of their images set to music, Then we let them preview that slideshow, but just for a limited period of time. And I didn't have the chance to talk about this before, but in the simple sales process, there's a lot of education that happens as they approach the preview, because what I don't want is that my clients, you know, open that and watch the slideshow at the grocery store for the first time, right? I want them to create their own event. And so I've gotten pretty good at kind of building that piece of it into the process, but then letting them manage it. But before we get into the fourth reason that in-person sales is so effective, I actually wanna take a time out to invite Dana on. And many of you know Dana, she works with me here at This Can't Be That Hard. Dana's not a photographer, she does our marketing, but totally by coincidence, we were talking about this the other day, and prior to working with me, she had an in-person sales experience. She was on the receiving end of an in-person sales experience. And then right when she started working with me, she was on the receiving end of an all-inclusive sales experience. And then just recently, she hired a photographer who she actually met as one of my students in our group. They were in the same geographic area and she loved her work. So she hired her. And of course, she was using simple sales. And so when we were talking about this, I was like, "Ooh, Dana, will you come on to this episode and chat with me about what it felt like to kind of be on the other side. So let me call her in. All right. Hey, Dana. Hello. How are you? 
I am doing okay. How are you doing? I'm good. I appreciate you being willing to come on and talk about this. I know that this isn't really your real job, but <laughs> when you were telling me that like, oh yeah, in the span of the last 10 years, you've actually been on the receiving end of three different styles of photography sales or whatever. Yeah. I was like, what an amazing, like the fact that I found that right here and didn't have to go hunting for somebody was kind of amazing. So tell us a little bit about you know, how it was that you came to be the consumer of these three different photography session styles. I have been married twice. So I've had two wedding photographers Mm -hmm. and I then also recently did family photos. So for my first wedding, this was back in 2012, Mm -hmm. 2012 or 13. I really had no idea. Like, I mean, even now I don't have any idea. Sure, sure. (laughs) But I just, I really, I didn't, have any idea that there were different versions of photography sales. And Mm -hmm. so what I realize now is that was an in-person sales kind of hybrid. I lived across the country from where I was getting married. And so, you know, we had like a couple of phone calls. There wasn't even Zoom then. So I'm not sure how we did that. (laughs) Back in the day. But yeah, but like looking back, I realized that, you know, they did like a sales presentation for me and, you know, I waited like a good amount of time to see my photos and then they did this like whole presentation for me. And then like, I remember in that moment, it was like, okay, so what do you want to buy? And I was like, oh, like I felt like just put on the spot sure. a little bit. Do you happen to remember yeah. if there was like a slideshow or any sort of introductory presentation before you dove into the choosing of images? I don't, it's hard to recall, but I know that he, there was like a presentation of, I guess it must've been a slideshow, like I, you know, of the photos. And Mm -hmm. I remember being like, okay, this is when we get to see our photos. Like I was so excited for that meeting. Mm -hmm. And that part was really cool to like experience seeing the photos, even though I was doing it virtually. And then I remember that it was like, okay, so what do you want to buy? And that was like a hard, like quick switch to make. Mm -hmm, I was very undereducated on kind of like what the options were. Right. So yeah, that felt like kind of overwhelming. (laughs) And was it you and your husband and the photographer? Was there, was anybody else involved? I believe my parents were also on the call, which I also remember being like a little bit awkward because we didn't have the, like, I wanted to buy the photo album for my parents and like, they were kind of pitching me and I was like, oh, I wish my parents were on this call right oh, now. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. So yeah, I, it was just like a little bit, it felt, I felt put on the spot, I mm. think in that moment. And I don't think I, I realize now, I don't think I was like educated enough about mm. what all my options were before that. Yeah. Like meeting. Yeah. The education piece is so important for sure. Okay. So then that was wedding number one was wedding number two, your second experience. Yeah. So like 10 years later, I got married again. And this was like right before or right after. I I think it was right after. I think when I interviewed you, you were like, okay, just so you know, I'm going to be taking time off. And it was was August, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I think that was like two months after we started working together. So this time around, they they were like, you know, here's a flat price and then you just like get all your digitals. And I was like, oh, that sounds like easy peasy. Great. Where do I sign? You know, we had like a little virtual meeting again. It was like a long distance thing and, you know, whatever. So that was great. 
and the photographer was lovely. We got married on a Saturday and I got my photos in an email on Monday and they showed up on my phone while I was like in Paris on a layover for my honeymoon. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like I, I was just not expecting to get them. And then I was looking at them on my phone and obviously you're like on airport Wi-Fi. Like they looked like the quality was bad. And I was, and I was looking at the photos and I like had a complete meltdown. I was like, oh, I hate my photos. No. Like I just, like, <laughs> and I didn't have a computer with me or anything. So then I was like for two weeks on my honeymoon, like, Oh, my wedding photos are terrible. Eventually when I got back home and I was able to like sit down and like go through them on my computer, they're actually beautiful photos and it was nice, but like the experience of getting my wedding photos like in an airport lounge was just such a letdown. Yeah, yeah. It was like, wah, wah. yeah. <laughs> Such a bummer. I, you know, honestly, two, you, so it was like Saturday and then two days later on Monday. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like so fast. That is bizarre. That's very unusual. I'm sure all the wedding photographers out there listening are like, wow, what? So I'm not surprised that you were surprised. I would have been surprised when we don't set any sort of parameters for controlling that situation, you really kind of casting the dice, like who knows yeah. where they're going to see their photos and what kind of frame of mind, if they're rushed, if they're feeling, you know, whatever. And then add to that the fact that you had like a, a resolution issue or, you know, you're looking at it on your tiny phone screen. Oh, that seems like kind of a bummer of a way to see your, your wedding photos. It was. It was a bummer. It was. And then I think the other part of that that was hard too was that not having any experience with like understanding the difference between prints or like how to make a photo. I was just like on my own to mm. make photo albums, to get my prints done. And I was really floundering. Like I was like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know where to order a photo album from what the different like quality levels are. So like as just the average consumer, like I, I was very overwhelmed by yeah. that whole process. Yeah, I can totally imagine that. Okay, so then let's fast forward to just a few months ago, you had yes. a portrait session, correct? Yes, not even that long ago, like maybe six weeks ago, we did family photos with my husband and our dogs. And I had just like been wanting to do that for a long time, take photos with our dogs. And there's a photographer that lives here in Phoenix that I met through you and I love her work. And so I booked her and I knew she did simple sales. So I was like kind of excited to experience that side of the process. And I was obviously eyes wide open about how right. you know this process. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I know this inside out. And so, you know, all of the booking and all of that stuff was like very straightforward. But then when I got my images, I got an email from her that was like, Hey, like before you click this button, like you know, here's what I suggest you do, like, you know, all these things. And so this time I sat down and like a screencast it to my big TV and watched this slideshow that was like time to music. I'm going to cry just like, <laughs> it. it was like so beautiful. Oh. And it was just really like the, you know, like it was just like a whole experience of like seeing these photos at the same time. I was like, in my own house. So I didn't feel like I felt like there wasn't like nobody was watching me watch mm -hmm. my photos. Mm -hmm. Like it felt very intimate and private. And it was just like, 
such a different experience. And then like, you know, she was like, what package do you want? I mean, I was like, I mean, of course I need all of these photos. <laughs> it was like, I have to have all of them. Yeah. So that was just a completely different experience than those other two experiences. And now it's like, I, you know, have ordered prints. I have ordered, you know, like all the things that I, it just like made it a whole lot easier for me as somebody, even though I've been working in the photography space now for like three years, I still, I don't do this. You know, I'm not a photographer. Yeah, so sure. I don't know the ins and outs of ordering prints and ordering albums. So it was so nice to know that I was going to have somebody be able to like hold my hand through that process. Absolutely. And you know, it's a funny thing. I, here I am, I created this process. I got married yeah. several months ago and hired a woman who I met because I sort of learned, met her as a student, but then we got to be friends and I love her work. And being on the receiving end of my own slideshow yeah. was a trip. Like it was amazing. I hadn't even been on the other side of it from as a family client. So that was like, it really did blow me away how, you know, I immediately burst into tears <laughs> and the whole thing. I mean, it, it it's funny how you can know all about what's happening and it's still as effective as it is because the fact of the matter is the photos that we contract to have made, they are meaningful to us. They, you know, it is a special event and it should be sort of given that space, I think, when when we see them for the first time. You never get to see them for the first time again. So totally. amazing. Well, thank you for sharing that. Any other thoughts or anything about like now that you've sort of been on this other side of all of it? Yeah, I just think that like from my perspective, being the client, it's so nice to have it. It's like having a, a personal shopper. You could go to Nordstrom and like wander around and like try to pick out clothes for yourself. I'm not a very good shopper. So like, but if Same. I have like a personal, if you like book that personal shopper person at Nordstrom, they pick everything out for you. It just makes the whole experience so much more enjoyable. And that's how this experience felt to me. It was like, curated. It felt, I felt very taken care of. And because of that, I was willing to spend more money than mm -hmm. I honestly probably would have otherwise been. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. Totally. Amazing. Okay. I'm going to get back to my reasons why this process works. Okay. The fourth reason that in-person sales work so well is that you are in control of the pace and timing of the process. And we talked a little bit about this with Dana, but due to the very nature of all of the meetings that are involved with in-person sales, you kind of have a built-in timeline. And that's especially important when it comes to the sales consultation. This is a big piece of the in-person sales strategy that your clients really have to place their order during that consultation. Because even though setting deadlines and time constraints somehow feels pushy to us as photographers, the fact of the matter is that those deadlines really do help people when it comes to making decisions and getting to the finish line. When someone hires you, they are seeing the final product, right? Whether those are frames on their wall or images that they're enjoying. Until they get to the place where they have those things, they haven't really reached that finish line. So giving them deadlines to move them along in the process helps them to achieve that. And the final key to success in in-person sales is flexibility. And this is really my favorite part about in-person sales in general. When you're working with someone one-to-one, -one, you can see and hear if they are interested in albums or wall art, and you can tailor the sales session accordingly. If they've got someone that they're trying to buy for, maybe they even mention that during their 
session, the regular session, and they have kind of forgotten about it by the time that they get to the sales session. But if you're kind of in tune with those little breadcrumbs that they might be dropping, you can then say, okay, great. Before we finish your, you know, finalize your order, I remember that you mentioned that it's your mom's birthday coming up. Do you want to look at, you know, I've got some gift ideas for her, things like that. That is doing them a service and potentially adding to your bottom line. When you are relying entirely on online gallery sales or you're delivering everything as an all-inclusive package, you don't know any of that about them. And so you can't help them with it and you can't potentially make more money due to that. So in simple sales, we not only give our clients control with our flexible collections, but we also touch base with them in ways that give us the chance to hear those little pieces of feedback and get questions and respond, all of those in ways that customize the process to their needs and preferences. And in many ways, simple sales is even more flexible than that in-person sales. Because with IPS, you are asking your clients to make time for multiple meetings, and in some cases, you're asking them to travel to and from those meetings. Simple Sales builds the timeline into the process so that it doesn't go totally off the rails, right? You don't want it to just sort of stretch on into infinity. But beyond that, the specific timing can happen on your client's schedule. So Simple Sales is designed to create a thoughtful end-to-end process that serves both you and your clients. It helps your clients walk away, not only with beautiful photos, but feeling great about the process and telling their friends all about this amazing experience that they had. And it helps you stand out from the crowd and deliver that amazing experience in a consistent and very easy to manage way. But whenever I'm researching something, I like to see how it worked for multiple people. So if you're like that too, this next episode is just for you. I want you to stay tuned to hear how three different photographers are using simple sales and how they make it work for them. If you're ready to make your photography business more profitable, more efficient, and more attractive to your ideal clients, you're ready for the simple sales system. Click the link in the show notes or visit thiscan'tbethathard.com slash simple sales to get started.